Addiction treatment and recovery isn't just about learning how to gain skills to stop using alcohol or drugs. Addiction recovery is really about healing. The things that cause distress, grief, trauma, relationship problems, abuse, neglect, abandonment, or whatever it might be, as these are the things that typically result in addiction behaviors. There was a time when we didn't have social workers, behavioral health, counselors, therapists, mood-stabilizing medications, antidepressants, sleep medications, and whatever else that is proving to have little effect. Most of these things I mentioned treat symptoms. They don't go towards the root of the problem. They don't heal. There was a time within our culture when we had a much greater awareness of the nature of healing. In this broadcast, I want to talk about some of these things. My name is Roland Martin. I am a drug and alcohol counselor with Luto TP. I'll provide more information about Abetlutotipi TP service at the end of this broadcast. To address any problem, we should have some understanding of the nature of the problem itself. And I spoke a lot about this in previous broadcasts. These previous previous broadcasts can be found on Spotify. If you're interested, go to Spotify and look under Native Addiction Healing. Our culture has always found its strength in a spiritual realm. As the spiritual realm is the causation level, things happen there. It is understood to be the real world. We are spirit. We come from spirit. We're spirit now. We're going to return to spirit. Our nature is spirit. I heard an elder once say that we are spirit wrapped up in water and dirt. So we are not the dirt, the water. In other words, we are not the body. We're spirit. And this is where things come from. They originate in the mind. The mind is spirit. From there... They play out in the physical world within the body and behaviors around us. What we see with our eyes in the physical world is form. That's where uh, the effect is. That's where it's played out. So at the causation level of spirit, that's how we look at the problem. The problem exists within the spirit realm. So that's where we work for solutions within the spirit realm, which then results in change in the body, change in behaviors, Change in the physical world, change in family behavior, change in the health of community. This type of thinking and understanding is made of thought found around the world. I do provide evidence-based practice. At the same time, evidence-based shows that incorporating culture into treatment is also best practice. Within the literature from the World Health Organization, It states that the methamphetamine problem is a trauma problem. And we also understand it's a grief problem, amongst other things. Science looks at the trauma problem as something that is stored within the body. I can agree with that. Trauma does affect the body. It has changes within the body. But before something can be experienced as trauma, it has to be viewed as trauma. It has to first be experienced as trauma before it can be stored within the body, before it can have changes within the body. So before body changes can occur, the experience of trauma must first be experienced. And the experience of trauma has to be a result of perception. 
In other words, we perceive danger of some kind, for example. And the perception of trauma then settles into the body. In other words, the body can store it. The body can have like a record of the trauma experienced. For example, in epigenetics and changes within the brain. Central nervous system changes and the gut. There are many changes within the body. We should understand epigenetics is a predisposition. And as Dr. Gibar Matei explains, predisposition does not mean predisposed. So again, we should understand that for trauma to occur, we must first perceive the event. We must first believe in the threat of danger of some kind. Or it may be a trauma from a family experience, a family relationship that can also be traumatized. So there's different types of trauma that occur. There are big traumas and small traumas. And again, we must first experience it through our perception. As we live in a world of perception, we perceive everything, whether it's through our five senses or whether it's a family drama. This can also be the perception of abuse, neglect, abandonment, rejection, the, uh, the felt sense of I am not enough, I don't count. All of these things are the result of perception. And perception provides the experience, good or bad. It's helpful to have a better understanding of perception. Two people can experience the exact same thing standing side by side, and both may walk away from it with very different experiences. One may be very traumatized, and the other one says, nothing happened here. Two people could look at a painting on a wall, and one will say it's beautiful, the other one says, no, it's pretty bad. Again, two people could be standing side by side while somebody else approaches them and verbally assaults both of them at the same time. One person is very angry and upset, and the other one says, nothing's going on here, no big deal. One person can feel a sense of rejection, and the other one doesn't care. One can feel a sense of abandonment, and again, the other one doesn't feel anything. It moves on. Nothing happened. Two people could be walking on a dirt road, and a big dog comes running up, barking and growling. One person freezes and is traumatized, and it results in PTSD. And the other one just looks at the dog and says, it's no big deal. This dog ain't can do anything. This event can occur at the very same moment, two people side by side. Neither one of them know the dog but both come out with a very different experience because how they perceive the event was very different. Perception is something that occurs within the mind. The traumatizing event occurred within the mind, not on the outside. The dog isn't the cause. The causation level is within the mind of the one perceiving it, and the mind exists within the spiritual realm which is understood to be the real world. It's the causation level where things really occur. So in the last example, the dog may be seen as the cause for the PTSD, when actually it's the perception of the dog being a threat within the mind of the one traumatized. In this scenario, the dog is only a form holding no power at all. And this is really how the world works. Everything in the world is neutral. It's just form, waiting for us to give it meaning and power from our mind. How we perceive it will determine how we look at stuff. How we perceive it will determine the meaning we give everything 
in the physical world. And how we perceive is heavily based upon our subconscious belief system. For example, if a child or adult carries a felt sense of abandonment, it's very possible for anybody or a counselor or therapist to look back in the past of an individual and see a time when they were considered to be abandoned. Society can look at it and say, yeah, they were abandoned at that earlier time in their life. When we look at it from a higher level, we can understand that the sense of abandonment predated a so-called abandonment of that child. We don't come into this physical world fully developed spiritually, fully awakened. We bring with us into this physical world all of the things that have yet to be released, yet to be healed. These are the things that can give us a sense of guilt, abandonment, rejection, not loved, unimportant, etc. These are the core beliefs, the unconscious beliefs. These are the I am guilty, I am shameful, I am not enough, and anything else that is uncomfortable to feel. These core beliefs sit within the subconscious mind, waiting to be projected onto anything that comes in front of our eyes or our interactions with other people, which then results in a negative or positive life experience. And this is then played out within the body, within behaviors, within families, within community. The effect of all of this is what plays out in the physical world. The origins, the causation level, is of the mind, which is within the spiritual realm. I see less value in working with effect. I see the greater value in working with the causation of things. This was one of the strengths of our culture. If we want to heal the body, then we work at the causation level of the mind. If we want to heal somebody's behaviors, then we work at the causation level of the mind. If we want to heal family or community, then we should understand that the causation level is at the mind, which is within the spiritual realm. Through the human experience, if we are programmed to believe we are bodies, then all of the horrific things that happen to bodies, we believe, happens to us. Abuse, neglect, abandonment, rejection, attack, victimization, or anything positive. We think it happens to us, but actually, it's what happens to bodies. We are not the body. Our conditioned mindset has it that we believe we're bodies. The belief that we are bodies is a perception with positive or negative results. And again, perceptions reside within the mind. The mind is of the spiritual realm. So, healing the trauma is a spiritual event. In this broadcast, I want to focus on understanding the nature of addiction, which leads back to trauma or hurt, pain, which leads back to a perception, which leads back to the mind that exists within the spiritual realm. We should understand that healing within the spiritual realm is within every one of us. The highest level of healing, as far as I'm concerned, is a very personal experience that can only occur within your own mind. And what I have learned, this healing has everything to do with stillness of the mind. I have previous broadcasts that covers stillness of the mind and many other issues related to healing, which can be found on Spotify. Look under Native Addiction Healing. This is all I have time for today's broadcast. 
My name is Roland Martin. I am a drug and alcohol counselor with Impacted Luto Tipi. The services provided by Impacted Luto Tipi are alcohol and drug assessments, DUI, DWI education classes, outpatient groups, aftercare recovery support groups, medication assisted treatment, and parenting classes. For more information on these services, contact an office closest to you. We have an office in Pine Ridge. The phone number is 605-867-5595. In Martin, 605-8685-6400. In Kyle, 605-455-2331. In Wombly, 605-462-6480. And my location is Wet, 605 605- Six eight five one five eight two. My name is Roland Martin. Thank you for listening.